Hey there, birth nerd. You're listening to the Birth Worker Podcast. My name is Kylie Banks, and I am totally obsessed with birth and equally obsessed with business. And this is the show where I help women turn their passion for birth into a sustainable, profitable, and most importantly, impactful career. All right, let's get into it. Welcome back to the Birth Worker Podcast. You're listening to episode 60, and today is Friday, so that means I am answering three of your questions in 15 minutes or less. If this is your first time here listening to the podcast, thank you so much for being here. We do two episodes per week, so on Wednesdays, I either do a solo episode or we have a guest come in and talk, and then every Friday, I answer three of your questions. So if you want to submit a question for next week's episode, go to birthworker.com slash ask, and you can submit your question right there, and I will answer it here on the show. If you do not want to wait until next Friday to potentially maybe get your question answered because we have so many submissions that, of course, we can't choose everyone every week. If you don't want to wait any longer, you should seriously consider checking out the Birthworker membership. I am in there every single day. I coach them weekly on group coaching calls. It is a really, really fun place to be. So last time I checked, we had over 115 women inside and they all have a vision of turning their passion for birth work and their obsession for birth into a full-time career that gives them a full-time salary. And so they're really a bunch of women who are building their vision and building a legacy. So you absolutely should consider joining them in that. It's so much more fun when you have a community and so much more fun when you have a coach that's helping you every step of the way. Well, at least it is for me. I love the programs that I'm in and I love my own coaches. So I would love to be your coach just the same as you build your birth business online and find more clients and create your courses and offer online coaching programs and build your website and email funnels and all of those things that I'm a total geek about and love to nerd over. Definitely a business nerd, just like a birth nerd. All right, let's jump into question number one. This is from Brienne, and she said she is a pelvic PT, but also a doula. And so she has so many ideas for services, products, education, offers, all relate all related to childbirth and women's health. But here's the issue. She doesn't know how to decide which subjects or topics should be freebies, ebooks, webinars, courses, etc. So essentially she's saying, I have so many good ideas. I just don't know how to decide what should be, which should be which. And this is a really awesome question because it's a strategic question. And so I just love the fact that she's even asking this. Most people don't ask this and that's where they go wrong from the very first step is not understanding like a funnel or a customer journey, things like that. Things again, that I totally obsess over because I'm very strange. Um, but my very first tip would be to just brainstorm all of those ideas that you have, but then put them into categories. So they're like related to each other because we want to start building out different funnels for you. So if you have something that's like super, super, uh, mindset related or something else that's like really only for like people that have toddlers or something that's like a preconception, a bunch of preconception ideas, put those into like separate columns because they're going to live in separate funnels. And so typically we want to think that anyone who comes into an offer or into a funnel 
they'll probably have get a freebie, right? That'll potentially lead to a low ticket offer, like an ebook. Eventually you're probably going to ask them to come on a webinar and then they're probably going to go to buy your, your big course. So your 100, 200, $1,000, $2,000 course. And so I love that those are the four things that you asked about freebies, ebooks, or like low ticket offers, webinars, and courses. You should have one of those each for every like category that you have. So for instance, let's go with like the postpartum moms section. Um, you should have a freebie that's perfect for them, an ebook that's perfect for them, a webinar that's perfect for them, and a course that's perfect for them. We don't want to jump all over the place, right? We don't ha- want to have your freebie be about um, pelvic health in pregnancy and then your ebook be about like preconception and then your webinar be about like toddler stuff and then your course be about like cloth diapering like that makes absolutely no sense so we once you dump them all into categories then we need to start figuring out that customer journey um for that specific course topic funnel. And so at that point, what I would do is I would actually choose the the most expensive course first. I would choose what that is. So what's like the topic of it, essentially, what's it called? What's the outcome that people are going to learn inside that big course? And then I would actually work backwards because the goal of your entire entire funnel and all of your marketing is to get people into that big course, right? So if the course is, um, let's just say the course is about like pelvic health postpartum, like repairing the pelvic floor immediately after birth postpartum. It's a six month program that you start immediately when someone gives birth and it's a coaching program and a course, and it goes through six months. We have to think, what is the webinar that people are going to go to who then would be perfect for this course or this program? And so the webinar topic could be something like five things that you didn't know about healing your pelvic floor immediately postpartum. And so, and then you can market that specifically to people like in their last trimester or as they're approaching their due date or people who are brand new postpartum, you would market that to them. The reason is once they're in that webinar, we know that they're going to be perfect for the course right? And then we want to work backwards again. And we want to say, what is an ebook that I could give people that then down the line, they're going to be ready for my webinar, which means then they're going to be ready for my course. And so the ebook could potentially be um, a, a third trimester checklist for preparing your pelvic floor to give birth, you know, 20 bucks to 50 bucks, something like that. And we know that someone who gets that ebook is in their third trimester, which means we know that in a couple weeks or months, they're going to be ready for your webinar, which means that at, right after the webinar, they're going to be ready for your course. And then we have to think before the ebook. So we have to think back to the freebie. So if the ebook is like a third trimester checklist for preparing your pelvic floor to give birth, maybe the ebook is like um, everything you need to know about the pelvic floor and birth. And it's just a general ebook that teaches them a little bit about what is the pelvic floor and it almost like preps them to be interested in learning more about the pelvic floor. It could even be like um, five things your obstetrician um, didn't tell you. And maybe like one of those things is preparing your pelvic floor or what is a pelvic floor or what's the pelvic floor, pelvic floor's role in the body and a pregnancy, birth, postpartum, all of that. Um, so those would be great freebies that then would 
would get them interested in the free book, then would get them interested in the webinar, then they'd be interested in the course. And so the freebie, I just want to make a little note before we keep going, is that the freebie has to leave them wanting more. And so you got to over-deliver with the freebie, and you have to almost create a bigger problem with the freebie you give them. So maybe that freebie, I like the idea of like five things your OB didn't tell you um, about women's health and pregnancy, and maybe one of them or three of those five things have to do with the pelvic floor, right? So we're creating this issue of like, hey, you got to start thinking about your pelvic floor. You really got to start thinking about this. No one's talking about this, but it's really important. Now they go home or they go to bed that night thinking, oh, wow, like I need to find someone to teach me about the pelvic floor. And then boom. You know, your ebook comes up, or you talk about your ebook in your welcome sequence. They're following you. Maybe you DM everybody who gets your freebie and introduce them to your ebook. It's a perfect way to move them through that funnel. And then over the course of a couple months, they move from from freebie to ebook to webinar to course. So that's that's how I would do it. I hope that was uh, some good information for you guys. And I know we made it all about pelvic health, floor health because Brienne is a pelvic PT, but I hope that you can understand and take that to whatever your niche is. So if you're doing you know, toddler sleep, if you're doing toddler tantrums, if you're doing cloth diapering, if you're doing breastfeeding, if you're doing preconception stuff, just take that same concept of um, start with the course and work backwards, okay? All right, question number two is, how do you schedule the weeks and months for your business? I'd love to hear more about how you batch all your content as well as how you organize your time for the back end of your business. So super awesome question and really high level. So let's get into it. So I am, uh, I like to wing it a lot of the time, but winging it has not led to a sustainable business for me. So until essentially a couple months ago, I would just work whenever I wanted. I would work on whatever I felt like that day. And I had no like rhyme or reason, uh, led to burnout, led to me working all the time yet thinking I am doing nothing all of the time, which was not helpful for me, for me or my family or my daughter. (laughs) So I have come up with a system where I am working five days per week, and of course, this changes when I go to a birth, right? So this changes when I go to a birth. This changes when I have to do prenatals or postpartum visits in person. Um, but I'm only taking like max two clients per month, max, and that's even rare. Um, so it doesn't happen very often that I have to go to a birth or change the schedule. So what I've set up is Monday through Friday, 9, 9 a.m. to 3 a.m., I'm working. And what I have set up is that Thursday is my podcast day. So I do nothing besides create podcasts, record podcasts. Today is a Thursday and I'm recording a podcast. Um, Friday is a content and catch up day. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are all just what I call project days. And so it's really interesting because like, what is a project day, Kylie? Well, that's a really great question. I have a running list of projects that need to be done at any given point in my business. And I know that I'm doing them Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I know that Thursday, I'm not even going to work on a project. And I also know that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm not going to record a podcast or work on my podcast, right? And then I've set up Friday to kind of be a a catch-all day for any last content that I need to create, um, but also just catching up on things from the week, like wrapping up things from the week, which also means that sometimes I can take Friday off if I have nothing to create or nothing to catch up on. And so those are the main like topics or like 
you know, tasks that I do on each day, but I literally have my day planned out to the minute. So I'll give you an example. So on Monday, I work from nine to three. So from nine to 10 for one hour, I do my weekly startup. So I plan out my week. I uh, go in and I look at my task scheduling boards, like my Monday board, monday.com is what uh, my team uses for scheduling and planning tasks. So I go into there. Uh, I make sure to check my email. I make sure to check in on all of my students. And then from 10 to 11, I do my team meetings. So I meet with my team. Uh, typically on Mondays, I meet with Lillian, who's my executive assistant, and we plan out projects for the week. And then from 11 to two, that's when I'm doing my own projects. So what would that look like? That could be like creating an email funnel, creating a new webinar, um, figuring out DM scripts so we can like DM our clients or people who reach out to us, we can DM them. And so I'm doing that for three hours. And then the last hour of the day, I do my daily wrap up. So again, I do essentially the same thing as the startup. So I, I look at my tasks, I plan the week better, depending on what I got done. I check my email, I check in with my students, things like that. And so it's very systemized. (laughs) And really the reason that I did that is like I said, because I got to a point where I was just, I was working all the time and I felt like I was never working. And so that's what my schedule looks like. Everyone's schedule is going to look very different. So really what I want you to do is kind of like with question number one, I want you to just brainstorm all of the stuff that you're doing every single week. What are all the tasks you're doing? And then can we start time blocking or putting them to similar tasks together? And can we put similar tasks on certain days? For instance, if you're attending a couple births per month, that means you're doing a lot of prenatals every month and postpartum visits, et cetera. So why don't you put all prenatal visits on Tuesdays? So Tuesday is now your prenatal visit day. If you don't have any prenatals, awesome, you get the day off. But you're not scheduling prenatals for every single day, every single time randomly across the board. No, Tuesdays are your prenatal days. Because imagine how hard it is to batch content or create your podcast or work on a new freebie or new funnel when you have a prenatal every single day and they're booked at random different times and you can't plan ahead and yada, 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 right? Super hard. So can you make one day your in-person day, like prenatals or postpartum visits? Can you make one day your content day? Can you make one day your big picture strategy day where you're working on freebies and coming up with ideas for webinars? And maybe if you joined our childbirth educator training program, which gives you like the entire curriculum to, to build your own course, maybe building a course is what you're working on. So instead of just having one day per week that you're building your course, why don't you do it like me where it's like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday are project days. Your project is building your course. And so now you know that on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, you have three days each, each day, three hours each day to work on your course using our curriculum, our slides, our scripts, everything that we give you. Um, And then in that project, right, part of building that course is creating the marketing strategy, creating the landing pages and the sales pages and the email funnels. All of that goes into that like project bucket. So that's absolutely how I would start doing that. And if you have any follow-up questions on that, And maybe you want to like, um, ask me, okay, but I have this one thing. How would I systemize this better? Go ahead and just leave another question. So birthworker.com slash ask, uh, go there, submit your question. And I'd love to chat about this more. I mean, maybe if we get enough questions, we'll do a whole solo episode on this topic. 
Okay. Question number three, my local midwife is not on board with doulas. Um, that's stupid. Uh, she finds them interfering and unqualified to support. That's ridiculous. I would never send my clients to that midwife. I would actively tell people to not go to that midwife. Um, and this is a question is from Jody. She goes on to say this midwife feels that evident the evidence-based information that Jody signs posts, sign posts to is truly not evidence-based. She goes on to say, have you ever come across this before? How can we break this stigma? And how can we join together with the midwives? So Jody, I made it a point about a year into my business to stop trying to change people. And I'm not telling everyone to do that. I'm just telling you what I have done. Because of course, there are people in this world who do make it their life's mission to change other people and to change people's viewpoints and to debate and to, you know, get them to come to their side and argue or whatever. I have decided that it is not worth my time. So I really am not here to convince people to change people's minds, nothing like that. And so for me, it would be as simple as do not work with this midwife, right? Do not recommend this midwife. And in some time, in some ways, actively tell people to avoid this midwife. Of course, I would still treat this midwife midwife like she's a human, like she's a normal person. I would never, ever treat her like an authority figure because no one is my authority. Doesn't matter what letters are behind your name or what schooling you have or how much money you make. Doesn't matter that you're the president of the United States or the president of the entire world. I do not care. You are not my authority. And that is so on brand for me. If you've been around for a while and you followed me through my journey with the Autonomy Mommy, which is essentially like my business name, the Autonomy Mommy LLC, that is my entire niche is like, no one is my authority. No one is my client's authority. And so when you come to me with a question like this of like, how can we join together with, with midwives? My answer is really simple. Find the midwives that want to join together with you. Stop trying to change people to be the kind of people you want them to be, to fit your narrative. It's just not worth my time. I know that for sure. And maybe it's not worth your time either. So something to definitely consider. And this doesn't just stop with midwives, right? This this can go on to the partner you choose, the father of your children that you choose, uh, the friends you choose, your your boss, the the clients that you allow into your life. And so in terms of like clients, right, I'm not really trying to convince people to hire me as a doula, which sounds ridiculous. And honestly, I'm not even trying to convince people to join my doula training program, to join my childbirth, educa childbirth educator training program or my membership. I'm, if you want to join, I am here. Please come. You're going to love it. If you don't want to join, Hey, it's not for you. And Adopting this mindset for my life and for my business has literally changed my life. <laughs> uh, it's given me back the control and taken the control away from, from other people, other people's attitudes, other people's biases. I don't care anymore. If you want me as your doula, hell yeah, I'm there. If you don't think you want a doula, cool, go for it. If you think you want to go hire the OB that has a 70% cesarean rate and 100% a I don't know, a rate for vaginal births, 
that sucks, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, if you want to do everything you can to find a midwife that supports you and believes in your autonomy, hell yes, I'm here to support you every, every step of the way. But again, that whole mindset shift really changed my life. So I hope that you can adopt that with that midwife in your area. But again, with your own clients, with people on social media, I'm not here to change anyone's mind. I'm here just to show up authentically. And if you're in, you're in. And if you're not, that's okay too. That's okay too. All right. Those were three amazing questions today. You guys never uh, let me down with how amazing these questions are. If you want to chat more about strategy, uh, that question number one about like building out your funnel with the freebies, eBooks, webinars, and courses, just so you know, that is literally exactly what we cover inside my on-call to online framework. It's an entire course. It's 10 modules, hundreds of hours of video. I'm sorry, but it's, it's, it's worth it. Lots of, lots of time, but that's what it takes to build a really successful, sustainable, impactful, and profitable business. But if you want to learn that, if you want to get your hands on my on-call to online framework that lives inside the birth worker membership right now. So if you join the birth worker membership, it is May of 2023. Um, right now, when you join the membership, you get access, free access to the on-call to online framework. So for as long as you're a member, you can watch all of those videos, dozens and dozens and dozens, maybe even hundreds of videos about creating your freebie, creating your ebook, hosting those webinars, building your courses, along with automating social media, uh, time management, even <laughs> everything is in there building your website, copywriting, batching, social media, starting an email list. Like it's literally everything that I did and needed, including templates and tutorials, everything that I did and needed to get to recurring five figure months in my business, which essentially happened when I created all of my birth courses. Um, so if you're interested in learning everything I know about business, check out the birth worker membership. Of course, if you are a brand new doula or you're looking to get into birth work for the first time, this is all something that I also cover inside Birth Worker Academy, which is our doula certification and mentorship program. That program is a six month program. It comes with four one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with your coaches, my team. It also comes with group coaching calls with me and your other coaches and really everything I know about not only business, but birth too, of course, because it's a doula training program. So if you're interested in learning more, if you're interested in gaining all of the wisdom that I have, join me inside one of my programs. If you're unsure which program is right for you, but you are dying to get started, maybe you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you're subscribed and you listen every week. If that is you, you got to get inside my programs because if you love what's on this podcast, I mean, we just go 50 million times deeper inside my programs. So if you're not sure which one is right for you, just shoot me a DM on Instagram at birthworker podcast. You can find that link in the show notes and shoot me a DM. I'm super excited to chat with you. All right. I'll see you back here next week.